Welcome to the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast on Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Sam Crenshaw sitting in for John Nelson. Thanks for assessing us at gpb.org, at GPB Media, and on your favorite podcatchers where you search for your daily listening. Now, last Friday, GPB Sports at Raider Valley out in Cobb County for the game between Walton and Roswell for a look at the last week in high school football and the week ahead. I'm joined by GPB's Tommy Palmer in Statesboro. Tommy, how you doing? And what a week we had last week. Oh, what a great week. One of the, one of the best of the, the, the season so far. Week nine will go down in memory for a lot of people. And, of course, that was a great football game between Roswell and Walden. These are, these are two first-class football teams, in my opinion, Sam, who do have the opportunity and they do have the talent to be there at Mercedes-Benz when all is said and done. Really do, and uh, the, for the Roswell team to come over to Walton and play the way they did, a dramatic 32-31 victory uh, there. Spending time with Coach Matt Kemper, who who has his own problems he's dealing with. He's got a disc problem in his back. He had a, like a cane there helping him get, get about on the sideline, but still had his team go out there and play a fantastic game, a gutsy performance. They come away with an end, and that's going to cause a shakeup in the polls this week, Tommy. Definitely going to be a shakeup there. The thing that impresses me is I just love the way Raider Valley sits in there. And it literally is a, a Raider Valley down there. And what a great place to, to watch a football game, Sam. And, and a great atmosphere always when you go into Raider Valley. Fantastic time. And now we want to see how that team regroups for what's coming up uh, next for, for Walton, they got Cherokee coming up. That's the next uh, match coming up for them. Next coming in from them and Roswell will have Woodstock coming up. I want to talk about what happened in South Georgia with Tiff Ooh. County. Tiff County this week. Talk about that well, game. Well, the amazing thing is, is that Tiff County went to Lowndes and beat them 21-17. Lowndes had it pretty much sewed up. And Tiff comes up with a big play late in the game and wins it 21-17. to This has put Lowndes in a very bad situation because you've got Tift County and Colquitt County this week. So Region 17A really has got some things going on. And one of the first things out of people's mouths, and, and Sam, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, guess who has the only natural turf stadium in South Georgia? as far as that region is concerned. Who would that be? That would be Tift County, and Colquitt County does not like playing on natural turf. There are three schools in that region <laughs> that have turf, and there are three who have, oh, there's one that has natural grass, Brody Field at Tift County. And this week, guess who you've got? Tift County hosting Colquitt County. You want to flip a coin on that one? (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be some excitement. That's going to be a great ball game, Tommy. I'm moving down to Class 6A now, and I look at the team up top, and, man, I couldn't believe this score when I saw it with Lee County and Valdosta. My goodness, Tommy. Well, that is absolutely the worst loss ever by a Valdosta High School football team. 63-7, to the final score. I don't know whether that was a statement or what it was, but 63-7. to The interesting thing, Valdosta still in the playoffs, Sam. Man, still in the playoffs, but after a setback like that one, man, that, that's mean. And that tells you a little bit about Lee County. They're kind of serving notice to anybody else in the state, thinking they're going to take this team on and, and knock them off in the playoffs. Uh, you might want to think again, they're strong. 
Lee County, and, and the amazing thing, if you remember before we went to the seven classifications, Lee was was a bad motor scooter uh, coming out of the blocks in that original region here in South Georgia, the 1-6A, when you had those six or seven teams fighting for four berths. Lee County's program has just really been built over the last 10 or 12 years. They were a baseball school for so long. But now, let me tell you something. They are really rocking and rolling in Leesburg, Georgia. It, it's really a thing to see. This is great football in that region, 1-6-A. We'll talk about a region that's stacked with teams. We go down to 5-A in the region with, with, the, with, with Dutchtown, with Stockbridge, and, and Jones County. And this week, it came down to two undefeated teams. Dutchtown taking on Stockbridge, and Dutchtown gets the win, 21-14, the final score in that one. This is the biggest game, I think probably ever played in Henry County. I'm sure it is. And let me tell you something. The whole complexion of that region is changing simply because of what Dutchtown is doing. They're a carbon copy of Brooks County, where the head football coach there was an assistant to Maurice Freeman. They're playing that bring the hammer kind of football. And let me tell you something. They brought the hammer the other night and knocked off a really good Stockbridge football team. There's some tough football going on in Henry County right now, Sam. You know that, and I do too. It really is, and it's, uh, it's, it, it makes a big difference. And as you said, Coach Fed came from, from Brooks County, brought not only the, the slogan, bring the hammer, he actually brought the sledgehammer. <laughs> I know it. I, I tell you what, it, it will literally make your stomach draw up when you watch Brooks County or, or, or Dutchtown come on the field because they will stand that big old sledgehammer up, and you dare not touch it, buddy. If you want to hurt somebody's feelings, you reach out and you touch that hammer. You just don't do that. You just don't touch the sledgehammer. Also, looking in that classification, I'm looking at Wayne County. They're still undefeated. They got a win over New Hampstead that 31-20. Wayne continues to roll. They're undefeated, Tommy. They are, and uh, they will remain this week because they take the week off, and they don't finish their season until November the 2nd. Uh, Coach Cribbs has done a great job with Wayne County, and he has arranged his schedule very nicely. He's got time now. He's probably got 10 days to get everybody well. And, Sam, I'm going to tell you something. This football team has got some kind of talent, and they may make a run at it in 6A, I mean in uh, 5A. But uh, I tell you what, there's a lot up north waiting in 5A. You can make it out of South Georgia, but I'm not sure you can make it all the way to the Dome, no matter how good you are down here in South Georgia. Rome is loaded, Buford, you know, and I could keep going about seven or eight football teams in North Georgia, Sam, that are really, really good this year in 5A. They had another school that's rebounding in 5A is Southwest DeKalb. They are now 8-0. and and, know. Uh, uh, the, you know, so the Panthers are making a statement that they're back on the scene as one of the premier programs in the state. Got to go to Class 4A. And, you know, we, you know, both Blessed Trinity and Maris were big winners this past week. Maris with the win over Flowery Branch. This week, they get together, two undefeated teams. Well, Maris has one loss, but the rivalry between these two. And we know about the two games they met in last year, but they meet again this Friday night. 
Well, this is this is old style football. You, you've got Marist running the wishbone. They will throw it one out of every 100 plays. And you've got Blessed Trinity who lines up in that I formation, two tight ends. They don't do anything fancy. They just line up and play old school football, both sides of the ball. And the one that makes the fewest mistakes is going to win the football game. This is good high school football. Blessed Trinity is really good this year. And Maris is Maris. Maris is always good, Sam. Can you remember a bad Maris football team in the last 15 or 20 years? Yeah, not, not, not as long as uh, Alan Chadwick's been there. We know what his recipe is. You know what he's going to do. Can you stop him? That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nine times out of ten, no, you cannot. <laughs> and you know, they'll sell them the biggest. They'll sell them the strongest. They'll sell them the fastest. They just execute, execute, and they don't give you a lot of mistakes, ways that you can beat them. That's true. They don't make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes in football, you can win a football game. You start dropping it on the ground, and you have given the other team a golden opportunity to whip you. And that doesn't happen at Marist, nor does it happen at Blessed Trinity. Yep. Moving down to Class 2A, and then we had some things. I mean, Hapeville Charter lost a week ago, you know, up at Alatoona. They bounced back. Callaway, though, gets a win over Hurd. Uh, and, and they're moving pretty well in, the, in, that, in that area, in that classification. We watched some teams in that classification like, like, like Heard County and what they've been do- doing of late. They beat, they beat Callaway. Brockmart also is still undefeated. Uh, still mm-hmm. some teams to watch out for. And then there's Brooks with the win over Early County last week. Yep, Brooks uh, is Brooks County as always. And this week it's Fitzgerald and Brooks, and that's going to be a dandy. And I would assume the one that wins that one's going to walk away with first place in Region 1AA. But the team that, and I said this last week on last week's podcast, the team that's just kind of laying in the weeds over there and everybody has forgotten about them is now Swainsboro, who is 6-2. They knocked off Vidalia last weekend at Vidalia. 15 to 8. So watch out for the Swainsboro Tigers. Uh, the former coach, Coach Roberts, is back there. He's in his second year there. Swainsboro really is not a team you want to run up against when it comes playoff time. They have got some kind of talent, and this is a good football team. Another team you watch, Tommy, when you talk about Class uh, 2A, I think about Washington County, Waco, the House of Paint. They got a setback. Woo. Dodge County got them last week. Uh, Dodge County got him. Did, but let me tell you something. Joel Ingram's going to have that bunch from Washington County rocking and rolling come playoff time. I think the double A playoffs are going to be just a lot of fun this year. There's some really good teams. Dublin's in there. Washington County is in there. You've got Brooks. You've got Fitzgerald. And all those football teams can now get after your hind parts. You know that as good as I do, Sam. <laughs> they play good football. Double A football, don't take it lightly because they can play with most classifications all across the state. Got to talk about single-A because there are a lot of things happening with single-A games being played. And some schools this week, Tommy, who are trying to play two and three games here before the regular yeah. season expires uh, because of because of the hurricane that came through the area. That's an awful lot of uh, challenge a number of the schools have down there. Teams that are, are, that are set to be in the playoffs, they're having great seasons. They are having great seasons, and it's it's so unfortunate. But you've got some teams that have played three games in nine days. And, you know, we've run into this two or three years in a row, but I don't see a solution to it, Sam. We can't control the weather. There's absolutely no way you can do it. But I tell you what, 
those uh, those Class A football teams just kind of belly up to the bar and say, all right, how many do we have to play this week? All right, let's get that done and move on down the road. And then, of course, you've got your 2014 playoffs, and there are some really good private school Class A teams and some public school Class A teams in, in those classifications this year. It's it's really going to be fun at playoff time, Sam. It will we'll be fun at playoff time. I had a chance to do a blog about Athens Academy. They're still undefeated at, at 8-0. Prince Avenue, they beat them. They're, they're at, they're at 7-1. and one. Of course, at the top of the private, you got to go for Eagles Landing Christian. They're always there, and they're so stacked with, with, with talent. Always, and just disciplined, very good, a lot of talent there. And one of the teams that's on the rebound is a team, Savannah Christian Prep out of Savannah. They're back, and uh, they're doing what they do to people, beating them up pretty good. So, you you know, you've got them in every corner of the state, private and public division, and I, I just think high school football right now is as good as it's been, Sam, to be quite honest with you. I think so. When I look at single-A private, you get public, you see some teams that, you know, Irwin County is there, Clinch is mm-hmm. right there at 7-1, and one. Commerce is still undefeated, and Pelham uh, and Marion County are still undefeated as well. As well. And this week, you've got the old Swamp War. You've got Clinch County going to Charlton this week. It doesn't get any better than that. The Region of Doom in class uh, single A public. So it, it, it looks like another one of those great weeks. And, hey, guess what I can see, Sam? Okay. I can see the finish line in sight. How about you, buddy? Uh, yep, the finish line is in sight or the second season, as we like to say, because it's all mm-hmm. gearing up to be ready and primed to go when the playoff time comes. I think a lot of teams are, are hitting its stride just at the right time, Tommy. Yep, they are. Coming down the stretch is always a, a lot of fun to see who's going to be seated here, seated there, this, that, and the other. But i got to tell you something. This year's playoffs are probably going to be memorable. And I hope it won't be because of snow in December. No, know? no. We're all set to play in the bins. Everybody wants to play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's the goal. And, Tommy, this year we want to be there. We want to be there, Sam, and I'm looking forward to being with you, my friend. Look, looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing and being with you, Tommy. Thanks so much for, for joining. Always always great to catch up with you. You too, my man. Always good to talk to you. And uh, you take care of yourself and keep up your good work, sir. You do as well. Look forward to seeing you soon. And as for you listeners, don't miss our next Friday on, on GPB TV. We'll be broadcasting with Lanier taking on Decula. The all-access pass pregame show gets started at 7 o'clock. We kick off a little after at 7.30. Uh, that's it for the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at gpb.org forward slash sports and subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are found. Our show's produced by Ross Terrell. Football Fridays in Georgia is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Sam Crenshaw sitting in for John Nelson. See you this Friday night.